Do you know that from your position you can change a situation? Do you also know that you are the master over the created world and that you are meant to rule over everything God has made? Listen carefully to Pastor Shedmo Obaji as he brings to you with simplicity and clarity the message of the new creation realities in Christ Jesus. Be blessed as you listen. Our walk of faith. Second Corinthians chapter 5 and verse 7 tells us, it says, For we walk by faith and not by sight. It's a walk. Faith is more than what we do once in a while. Faith is a walk. It's a life that we live. In Romans chapter 1 and verse 17, the Bible tells us, it says, the just shall live by faith. In other words, the just shall walk by faith. The same thing is said in Galatians 3 and verse 11. The same thing is said in Habakkuk chapter 2, believe in verse 4. Amen. The same thing is said in Hebrews chapter 11 and verse 38. It says, the just shall live by faith. Hallelujah. Let's want to say faith. faith. It's simple. Now there's an awareness the Spirit of God sent me to give you this morning. In Romans chapter 4, very quickly, it will start the reading from verse 16. Romans chapter 4 and verse 16, it says, Therefore it is of faith that it might be by grace. Do you see that? That means if it is not of faith, it cannot be by grace. Because there is only one route. That's how they call it in the U.S. One route, British English now, amen, to faith. And that is, to grace rather, and that is faith. Faith. Let's on say faith. faith. One more time, say faith. faith. In Romans chapter 5, very quickly, let's, let me just establish the doctrine and then go into the prophetic side of it. Romans chapter 5, let's start the reading from verse 1. Therefore, being justified by faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ, by whom also we have access by faith into this grace, by whom, by Jesus Christ, also we have access. Did you see that? Access by faith into this grace wherein we stand and rejoice in hope of the glory of God. So we have access by Jesus Christ, all right, through faith, into the grace of God wherein we stand. So that means there is only one legitimate access to grace, and that is the only access to grace, and that's faith. Let's on say faith. Now, faith reposed in Jesus, not in things. The primary foundation of faith is Jesus. And that's why the doctrine of faith is faith toward God. You see that? It's not faith toward things. Jesus said, have faith in God. And then he says, by that faith in God, you shall say to a mountain, be thou removed. Be thou cast into the sea. And if you not that doubt in your heart because you know that your confidence is in Jesus, he says, you shall have whatsoever you say. Praise God. 
So you see, faith in God becomes the foundation on which you stand. And then you address issues of life by that confidence. Little one I says, now faith is the substance. The word substance there is from the root word in the Greek, foundation. So faith is the foundation of the things that we hope for. It says faith is the evidence of the things that we have not yet seen. Praise God. See? So Jesus is that foundation because he is the living word. Can someone say amen to that? Now, that brings us back to Romans chapter 5 and verse 2. So it says we have access into the grace of God wherein we stand by faith. Let's answer faith. In Ephesians chapter 2 and verse 8, the same thing is said there. It says, by grace are we saved through faith. Do you see that? Through faith. And that not of ourselves, it is the gift of God, not of works, lest any man should boast. So we came into the grace of God through faith. Let's answer faith. One more time, say faith. And that's how we remain in him. That's how we walk in him. Colossians chapter 2. If we start reading from verse uh, 6, let's look at it very quickly. It says, as ye have therefore received Christ Jesus the Lord, so walk ye in him. Did you see that? Walk in him the same way you received him. There is no other way to walk in him other than the way of faith. Because faith has become our way of life. Faith has become our walk. Faith has become our, our life. The just shall live by faith. And what is this faith? Faith in him. Not faith in things. Faith in him. The one called amen. The substance of every reality that is of God. Glory to God. Uh-huh. Faith in him. First John chapter 5 quickly. If we start the reading from verse 4. He says, for whatsoever is born of God, does what? Overcometh the world. And this, oh glory to God, is that specific enough? Come on, is this specific enough? I mean, and this, very specific, and this is the victory that overcometh the world, even our faith, our faith in whom? In Jesus Our faith in him, our confidence in him, our confidence in who he is to us, our confidence in what he has done for us, our confidence in his word. He says, this is the victory. This is the victory that overcometh. Oh, glory to God. Now he's overcome the world for us. And then he says that in our daily experience, our confidence in him that overcame the world for us is still the same confidence that overcomes the world for us in our daily experience. Did you see that? So that means it does not matter what comes in your way. It does not matter what is coming against you. Don't forget, this is the victory that overcomes the world. Our faith in him. Our faith, your confidence in Jesus. Hallelujah. When temptations come your way, remember, he was made sin for you. Remember, your sins have been washed away. And remember, he's your righteousness. Remember, that confidence in him 
puts you on top of every situation that comes your way. Can someone say amen to that? Faith is the foundation. In fact, God has never dealt with any man or any generation without covenant. Covenant has been the basis of God's dealings with people. And the Bible is the book of covenants. The first covenant that was cut with the children of Israel through Moses in the wilderness called the Old Covenant and the New Covenant, which is the covenant that God uses as a basis of his relationship with man today. Hallelujah. So the Bible is all about covenants. And that's why if you read the Bible, you can divide the Bible into two in that sense, you know, theologically speaking now. The old covenant and what? The new covenant. God has never related with any man without covenant. And if you read the Bible, the new covenant of which we are beneficiaries is... The covenant that requires, let's not say requires. It's the covenant that requires faith. Let's not say faith. Under the old covenant, God dealt with them by the law. In the new covenant, God deals with us by faith. Let's not say faith. Faith simply means trust in God as a result of the revelation of him given to you. That's, that's faith. And that trust births action That trust is not void of responses. That means there are corresponding responses that come through our faith. That means the man who believes does things based on his belief. The man who has faith responds to his faith. That means His faith is not passive and flat and inactive. His faith is passive, I mean active. His faith is productive. There is action in his faith because he believes. See? And in the new covenant, God's relationship with man is Jesus. How many of us know Jesus is our covenant? Uh Uh-huh. He's our covenant. God relates with us on the ground of Jesus. That means if God will bless you, he will bless you because of what Jesus has done for you. And your response to it, you see, that means faith is not, you know, passive. Like, I believe, I just believe, I just believe. No. Uh-uh. If you truly believe... All right, then you will respond to what you claim to believe. How many of us believe in Jesus here? All right, he says, Go into all the world, preach the gospel to every creature. That's how you know believers. They believe in Jesus so much that they can't keep quiet about him, they just must tell somebody about Jesus. You see, their faith is active, it's alive. It's not, I believe in Jesus, I believe in Jesus, and you are passive. No, that's not faith. That's mental accent. 
So God deals with the believer now. On the ground of Jesus, the anointed one. What he has done for us. And that's why if you read the Bible, particularly the book that chronicles faith, you know, in a very, very rounded way. That's the book of Hebrews chapter 11. If you read from verse 1 to the end, you will see how God summarized the faith of those who walked with him. And you will see how that they responded to God's word. They responded to what God said to them. And that response brought about grace, the manifestation of grace in their lives. Praise God. Uh huh. Hebrews 11, for example, if we start um, the reading from verse, let's start from verse 2. It says, for by it the elders obtained a good report. By it, by faith. They obtained a good report. Let's not say good report. Now, failure report is not good report. It is not a good report. Amen? Defeat report is not a good report. Lift up your right hand and say, I will never be defeated in my life. Jesus has overcome the world for me. Therefore, I make bold to say, I am a success. You see, that's how to respond. You don't just say, I believe, I believe. When God is ready, he will do something. No. Respond to what he's done for you. Respond. So by it, the elders obtained a good report of healing, health, victory, prosperity, increase, righteousness. A good report by it, by faith. And then verse 3 tells us, it says, through faith, we understand that the worlds were framed. Framed. Glory to God. As spiritual sculptors. You know what we do? Amen. Through faith, we frame. We frame situations and circumstances. Don't forget the foundation of faith. Who is it? Jesus. Little wonder, the Bible says, is the author and the finisher of our faith. He is the he is Alpha and Omega of our faith. He is the beginning and the end of our faith. All right. It says, through faith we understand that the worlds were framed by the word of God. Who is the word of God? Jesus is the word of God. By the word of God, so that things which are seen, things which are seen, were not made of things which do appear. Through faith we understand. Through faith we understand that the physical materiality of everything God has done for us in Christ Jesus and has given to us in Christ Jesus is made known to us by faith. Let's say faith. One more time, say faith. Mm-hmm. So there is no other way. It says the just shall live by faith. There is no other way to live than to live by faith. God's word, Jesus, the anointed one, is the foundation. Get this right. He's the foundation. That means if you want to see prosperity in your life, all right, you don't look for prosperity around. Look to Jesus. Do you understand that? That means you will start 
with Jesus. He's the author. He's alpha of your faith. That means you look to him. This is what he has done for me as touching prosperity. And then from that standpoint, you will look from there at things and situations and circumstances in your life. And then as you look from there, respond to what he has done for you. How? Act on the word. Act on what he has done for you. Don't call yourself poor. Call yourself blessed. Why? If this is not positive confession, this is the confession of the word. It's, it's not, this positive confession is like you're just talking, you know, positive things just to encourage yourself. All right? There's no manifestation that way. We are talking the word because we know it is true. Are we together? That's the confession of the word of God. Now, for the believer to say, I am blessed, it's not an empty statement. It's a pregnant statement. You know what that means? That means it's loaded with realities that somebody more than 2,000 years ago took your place and took your poverty from you and in exchange gave you his wealth for you know the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ that though he was rich, yet for your sakes he became poor. That you through his poverty might be rich. It's simple. So from that place of assurance in your heart, you are talking, I am blessed. That means whatever you do, you are seeing yourself in the light of the blessing and you are acting from the standpoint of the blessed one. It's simple. I was sharing with a couple of people yesterday, yesterday, yesterday evening, and I said by the Spirit of God that... The Jews, after the flesh, have just one confidence. You can't see a true Jew who has confidence in natural things. Their confidence is in the fact that they are the seed of Abraham. Last time we visited the United Kingdom, our host, you know, drove us out, took us around, and we got to a particular neighborhood. Ah, I looked at the houses there. The organization, the serenity, the prosperity, the blessing on that neighborhood. I said to my host, this neighborhood is different. (laughs) He said, yes, pastor. He said, it's owned by the Jews. And he said, amazingly, what most of them do in the United Kingdom, they sell fruits. so. But you see, listen very carefully. What the Jews believe, that it is not in what they sell. Their confidence, it does not matter what they are selling. It may be needle, it may be vegetables, it makes no difference. What they know is this, that that is just an outlet for the blessing to be made manifest. Little one that says, whatsoever he doeth, whatsoever shall. They say, may shall prosper. So they meditate on the word. Their confidence is in the fact that they are the seed of Abraham. Now, these are natural men who came from the natural loin of Abraham. 
We came from the spiritual loin of Abraham. That means we have the true blessing of Abraham on us. You see, if you think that way, you cannot help but to prosper. Many of you say, until I start selling cars, I can't prosper. I have to start selling landed property now. When I start selling landed property, hey, this Richard car that I'm selling can't bring prosperity. That's not true. Whatsoever, whatsoever he doeth, if the law says it's Richard Card, whatsoever, it is not so much about what you do, naturally speaking, as much as it is who you are. I'm blessed. Now, when you say that, understand, faith is the substance, the foundation. Jesus is the foundation. So when, when you let it come from there, let act from there. Don't let anything push you to act, you know, externally. Act from within, from the confidence that you have that you're blessed. You just heard my testimony. Going to the U.S. without a dime, and I came back with so many things. Amen. Because I'm blessed. My confidence is not in things. My confidence is in Jesus. I am blessed. Come on, say it. Say, I am blessed. Oh, some people are still thinking, is it true? I am blessed. Oh, come on, say it again. Say, I am blessed. Glory to God. I said, glory to God. Amen. You may start with a small display outside your house. And then you move to having a kiosk. From a kiosk to a shop. Amen. From a shop to a shopping mall. From a shopping mall to a mega mall. The blessing. Someone made a statement one time about the economy of the United States of America. He said, our Jewish brothers have been a blessing to us. If we withdraw them and all that they have from our economy, we will collapse. Germany was once a world power. When they started kicking against the Jews, all right, they went down. They came down. United States of America opened their arms to them and received them and they have been blessed because of them. Are we together? Ask Potiphar, I will tell you. He got blessed because of Joseph. Ask Laban, he will tell you. He got blessed because of Jacob. See, you respond, you know, radically to what you believe, not and this, and then just sit down. You know, that's not, you see, that's not faith. It cannot be faith. Read Hebrews 11. You will see it is flooded with people who believed in God acting by their faith. Acting by their faith. Acting by their faith. 
He says, by faith, Abel sat down and was looking to God for something. No, by faith, he offered. By faith, Noah was moved with fear. Godly reverence. By faith, Abraham offered. You can see response. I believe. All right? Don't sit down at home and rot away. You believe? Stand up and say, glory to God. Poverty is out of my life completely. Amen? I have 2,000 naira. Start selling some. I believe I'm blessed. I'm blessed. Amen? Buy eggs and start selling. I'm blessed. Glory to God. You want some eggs here? You see, talk, talk with confidence. You want some eggs there? My eggs are different. Because you see, you are blessed. And everything that is attached to you is blessed with you. <laughs> say amen to that. Amen. Say, say, I am blessed. One more time, say, I am blessed. Respond to what you believe. You believe you are blessed, don't cross your arms and waste away. No, you have a destiny. Tell yourself, I am blessed. I am blessed. I am blessed. Amen. You remember the four lepers at the gate of Syria? You remember? There was famine in the land because the Syrians had brought a siege against the land of Israel. Nobody could go in. Nobody could uh, go out because of that siege. So there was famine. There was no trade, no commerce, no exchange. People exhausted all their supplies and all their reserves. But there were four lepers. Four. How many? Four lepers. They said to themselves, if we return to Israel, there's no food there to return to. We shall die. But if we advance towards the camp of the Syrians against Israel, there's food there, sure. But they may kill us. But you see, even if we die with food in our mouth, it's better to die in Israel without any food in our mouth. Let's make progress. Tell anybody, say, make progress. Now, the point is this you will not die, you live. So make progress. Say, make progress. So four lepers, pam, pam, pam. They kept moving slowly and gently, but they were making progress. And God amplified their footsteps. The Syrians heard their footsteps, and it was like the footsteps of a mighty army coming against them. And they took to their heels. Boom! They ran away. They left their clothing, gold, silver, food, all their valuables. They left them behind. <laughs> And then the lepers came and said, well, maybe these guys are hiding somewhere to attack suddenly. So they waited and waited. Nobody showed up. And so they began to eat. 
They took gold, they took silver, valuables. They went, they dug the ground and hid them there. And then they said to themselves, this is not right. There's hunger in Israel. We are the ones, the only ones eating here. Let's go and tell the king that there's abundance at the border of Syria. Now don't forget how that abundance came by. The abundance came as a result of the word of the prophet of God, Elisha. Now hear this. God has spoken concerning you. I'm here to give voice to what God has said. The siege is over. You didn't hear that. I said the siege is over. God sent me to somebody here. The siege is over. word there was an opening see Jesus has done so much for you to remain poor Jesus has done too much for you to stay on the ground therefore I came as a prophet of God and I speak God's word to you the siege is over somebody needs to hear that again I said the siege is over by the word of the Lord from henceforth you are making progress you are making progress you are making progress You are making progress. You are making progress. Somebody making progress here. Shout hallelujah. Now listen very carefully. God did not wait for men who were able-bodied to bring abundance to his children. He was looking out for lepers. Let someone say it's by grace. It is of faith that it might be by grace. Lepers, lepers, Richard Card, selling clothes, writing poems. It looks weak, but it is God's instrument of abundance. Lord, I am blessed. Someone said, This leprous looking business, God says, That's the instrument of abundance. I'm going to walk through it so that you will know that it's not by power, it's not by might. But by my spirit, saith the Lord. So you can turn and say, Lord, all the praise belongs to you. After that, the people had eaten and they were well fed. They now asked, how did this happen? And when they shared their testimony, some people felt like, really? Lepers? Four lepers? For information, four is the number of a new beginning. God began something new within Israel. 
using the number of four. Four lepers. Lift up your two hands. Something new has begun right now. In your life, in the name of Jesus. Something new has begun right now. If you believe that, say a big amen. Four. Glory to God. Hallelujah. You see, they moved. The lepers, though they moved slowly, but they still moved. Refuse to be stagnant. Why? On the, on the consciousness that Jesus was made stagnant so you could make progress. On the cross, he was stagnant for your progress. If, with that consciousness, you make progress. A step at a time, never mind. Keep making progress. A step at a time, you see, never mind. They may despise you that you are too slow. It makes no difference. But you see, I hear the sound of abundance. I hear the sound of abundance. You are making progress. 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 A step at a time, you are making progress. God is hastening your steps. He's hastening your steps right now because of what Jesus has done for you. That devil is a liar. Amen. Now I hear this. Listen very carefully. Listen very carefully. When Jesus was raised from the dead and having appeared to his disciples, he ascended up on high and perforated the heavens. Demons cannot close that opening anymore. Jesus opened it up once and for all because of you. You remember what he said to Nathaniel? Because I gave you a word of knowledge that I saw you under a fig tree or juniper tree. You believe that I am the son of God, the king of Israel? You will yet see greater things than this. You will see the heavens open. And you will see angels ascending and descending upon the son of man. Notice he said, upon the son of man. Jacob once had that experience at Bethel, the house of God. And Jesus came and he called that house his house. My house shall be called the house of prayer, not the den of thieves. My house, he said, and you are the house of God. Listen very carefully. The heavens are opened over you. Visions of God that will advance your life. You see them from henceforth. The house of God. You are the house of God. You are the temple of God. Angels, come on. Ascending and descending. Ascending and descending. 
ascending and descending. It didn't say ascending and never to descend. Ascending and descending, ascending and descending, ascending and descending, ascending and descending. Amen. Come on, cause the angels to ascend. Speak words, say, I am blessed. And then the manifestation comes. Listen, the Lord said to say to you, there is an open door before you now. There is an open door before you now. There is an open door before you now. Now hear this. Hear this. Hear it very well. Amen. Come on, amen. Amen. Now the angels that are ascending and descending, it says that they ascend and descend upon the Son of Man. It's not on his head. Understand this, not on his head. Upon the Son of Man, on the ground of what he has done, his finished works, on his authority. They ascend and descend. So any time any man lays hold on what he has done by faith and says, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Things happen in the physical. When Daniel prayed, they were ascending and descending, not upon the Son of Man, so the prince of Persia could hinder. But on the finished works, they cannot hinder. Upon Jesus, the anointed one. So I make bold to say to someone here, the siege is over. It's over. It's over. I said the siege is over. There is a major, major breaking forth into affluence here in the life of somebody. If you believe that, say a big amen. Glory to God. I said glory to God. Tell at least five people, I am blessed. standing if you're seated if you're standing already please keep standing
Galatians chapter 3 very quickly. We'll read verses 13 and 14 and then we'll jump to verse 26. And we'll read from verse 26 to the last verse. It says, Christ hath redeemed us from the curse of the law, being made a curse for us, for it is written, Cursed is everyone that hanged on a tree. That so that the blessing of Abraham might come on the Gentiles through Jesus Christ. That we might receive the promise of the Spirit through faith. That we might receive the promise of the Spirit through faith. Then verse 26. It says, for ye are all the children of God by faith in Christ Jesus. Say amen to that. For as many of you as have been baptized into Christ have put on Christ. Have put on Christ. Say, I have put Christ on. Yeah, it says they have put on Christ. And then look at what verse 28. It says, there is neither Jew nor Greek. There is neither bond nor free. There is neither male nor female. For ye are all one in Christ Jesus. Say amen to that. And if ye be Christ's. Now don't, for, don't forget this. You have put on Christ. And because you have put Christ on. What does that mean? You are Christ's. And if ye be Christ, then are ye Abraham's seed and heirs according to the promise. Amen. Yeah, it's simple. You are heirs according to the promise. It's simple. And what is the promise? The promise is in Romans chapter 4 if we start the reading here from verse 12 and the father of circumcision to them who are not of the circumcision only but who also walk in the steps of the faith of our father Abraham which he had been which he had been yet uncircumcised for the promise That it should be the heir of the world. Was not to Abraham or to his seed uh, through the law, but through the righteousness of faith. Did you see that? The promise that it should be what? The heir of the world. Now, he was talking about the world and all the wealth in the world. Remember when Jesus was raised from the dead. The father actually raised him from the dead by his voice. He said to him, You are my son. Today have I begotten thee. And then he gave him a privilege alongside. Ask of me. And I will give thee the heathen for thine inheritance and the utmost part of the earth for thine possession. Ask of me. Because you are the heir of Abraham you are the heir according to the promise the whole world belongs to you it does not matter where God has sent you God has places I mean people in places to help you 
God has resources in places for you. Let me tell you something. If you see anything in the hand of any unbeliever that is ungodly right now, all right, they are holding it, waiting for the right people to come. You are blessed. People will hand over property to you on the bill of grace. Now, you are going to shout like you've never done before. Listen, listen. A shout from us is more than noise. A shout from the believer is actually a release of praise unto God. Hallelujah. Because Jesus is our focus, he's our affection. When you shout, all right, there's a release of praise to him. And as the praise goes up, amen, it's, it's not, listen very carefully, it is, it is actually ascending and descending. That's everything about God. Ascending and what? Notice it didn't say descending and ascending. Check the order. In John chapter 1 and then in Genesis, I believe, chapter, is it 24, 26 or 28? 28, yeah. It is actually what? Ascending and what? Uh-huh. Now, listen, God has left us with a response here on earth. All right? That will activate a release from heaven. It's simple. Until the lepers moved, nothing moved. Though God had already spoken. He had already spoken. He had already spoken for the abundance. But something had to move on earth here for the release to happen. Are we together? Simple. You are blessed. Don't just say, nod your head. Say it, respond. And then when you shout it to God with gratitude and thanksgiving and say, Lord, thank you because I'm blessed. Jesus was cursed for me to bring me the blessing. I am blessed. And when you do that, amen, watch what will happen. This week, all right, all that if you were to dream to see them happen, all right, in a lifetime would be very, very scarce to happen. This very week, they are happening in your life. Amen. Now hear this. At inaugural service, there was a 56-year-old American. He came and said, after I heard you speak, I knew God is with you and God is doing something through you. And God has mandated me to be part of your crew. I volunteered to be a missionary. He said, tell me when to resign. I will. Resign my appointment. I was shocked. You think, you see, listen very carefully. Listen, this is God here that we're dealing with. We're, we're not dealing with things, we're dealing with God. He can rearrange the structure of the entire earth just because of you. 
Because of his plan for Israel and the elevation of Joseph, he broke the staff of bread to put one man where he belongs. Amen. Now, listen to this. Listen to this. Are you ready to shout? Come on. Are you ready? It's a shout of victory. It's a shout of praise. It's a shout of rejoicing. We know you've been blessed by this message. For further information and details on how to be a partner, please contact Shago Badger Teaching Ministries on plus 234-7066-453122 or plus 234-80601-00093. Stay blessed.